Hello and welcome to UCA News Weekly Summary, your guide for news and information about and of interest to the church in Asia. I'm John Lawrenson. Bishop Selzo Ba Shui of Loi Kao, a Catholic bishop in conflict-torn Myanmar, who blamed the military junta that occupied the Loi Kao Cathedral complex, forcing him, resident priests and religious to flee, aims to use the building as a shield in their war against resistance forces. He wrote the letter before fleeing the cathedral as some 50 soldiers occupied the complex on Monday. The complex houses the bishop's residence, pastoral centre, clergy house and a clinic. A church source said the junta assumes the resistance force will not advance if they have to harm a religious place such as a cathedral. Kaya, Myanmar's smallest state, has some 300,000 people, some 45% of them Christians. Catholics number roughly 91,000 people. Loikau City is a centre of junta administration and has several army bases. Kaya State borders Thailand and serves as a link between resistance strongholds, offering a potential launching pad for attacks against the junta forces. India's top court has ordered the disposal of 175 bodies of victims preserved in mortuaries more than six months after sectarian violence erupted in northeastern Manipur state. The Supreme Court order came on Tuesday while hearing multiple petitions filed by indigenous people from the hilly state where violence between Kuki tribal Christians and the Hindu Maitai community claimed more than 200 lives and displaced about 50,000 a church leader hailed the court order and hoped that the state government will allow Christians to bury their dead loved ones peacefully. Clashes broke out in May after the Kuki tribal people protested against granting tribal status to the majority Mai Tai community. The status helps them avail benefits under India's affirmative action program. Hindus, mostly Mai Tais, account for 53% of Manipur's 3.2 million people. Christians, mostly tribal people, make up 41%. Sri Lanka's top Catholic leader has opposed a draft law saying it would allow the government to monitor citizens on social media sites and violate their fundamental right to free speech and expression. Cardinal Malcolm Ranjith of Colombo said the country does not need the proposed online safety law, but a change in vision. He urged people to install a new leadership that loves the country. He also called for a legal transformation where all religions and communities will be treated equally. Civil society and media groups have filed 41 petitions with the Supreme Court challenging the controversial bill. They say the bill conflicts with the constitutional rights of the citizens. Critics say the proposed law is another move by the highly unpopular current government to stifle dissent and public protest for failing to ensure political and economic stability in the bankrupt nation. Bangladesh's ruling Awami League has come under criticism from religious and ethnic minority leaders for nominating several politicians who are accused of repressing minorities as candidates for the upcoming national election. 
The party announced the list of candidates last Sunday. The Awami League is seeking a fourth consecutive term in the January the 7th election. The candidates include 20 politicians from ethnic and religious minorities, leaders from minority groups, Bangladesh Hindu Buddhist Christian Unity Council, National Adivasi Council and Bangladesh National Hindu Grand Alliance, criticised the party for selecting five leaders known for their anti-minority stance, land grabbing, eviction and violence on religious and ethnic minorities. Abul Kalam Azad from the Gai Banda 4 constituency in northern Bangladesh is a prime accused in a case filed by Santals over the 2016 violence and forced eviction of the community that left three Santals dead and scores hurt. The former lawmaker is also the main accused in a case filed by a Catholic priest over the alleged murder of his brother Ovidio Marandi, a former government land official. Timor-Leste government has honoured a renowned Sri Lankan Catholic journalist and social activist with a prestigious award in recognition for his commitment to the country's struggle for independence from Indonesia. President Ramos Horta presented the Order of Timor-Leste to Freddy Gamaj in the capital Dili on Monday. The event was held a day before the country celebrated 48 years since its declaration of independence from Portugal before being annexed by Indonesia a year later. Gamage played an important role in advocating for Timor-Leste's independence, campaigning globally, including in his home country of Sri Lanka. He became involved in Timor-Leste's independence struggle when he sought asylum in the Philippines in 1989-1992 after receiving threats to his life. At the time, he was working with the Initiatives for International Dialogue, a Philippines-based advocacy group working on the Timor-Leste issue. Because of his activism, he was deported twice from the Philippines. Church leaders in Vietnam have urged Catholics to replicate the moral courage and strong faith of martyrs who shed their blood for the faith from 17th to 19th centuries. Archbishop Joseph Vu Van Tien of Hanoi made the appeal to about 1,000 Catholics who gathered in Ha Nam province in northern Vietnam last Friday to pay tribute to 117 martyrs who were canonised 35 years ago. The event was held at the Martyrs Pilgrimage Centre in So Keen Parish, which houses relics of martyrs from 10 northern dioceses. Pope John Paul II canonised the 117 martyrs, including 96 native Catholics and 21 foreign missionaries, in Rome on June 19, 1988. St Agnes Le Thi Tan, mother of six children, was among the 96 native Vietnamese who were canonised. The martyrs were among the estimated 130,000 to 300,000 Christians killed for their faith during the 17th, 18th and 19th. 19th centuries. Rights groups have called on Philippine lawmakers to support pending resolutions in Congress that urge President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. to cooperate with the International Criminal Court to probe killings linked to former President Rodrigo Duterte's anti drug war. 
The investigation by the court's prosecutor also includes Duterte's time as mayor of Davao City on the southern island of Mindanao. New York-based Human Rights Watch urged the lawmaker to support the House resolution to bring justice for the thousands of victims of the war on drugs and the Davao Death Squad and assist the ICC investigation into alleged crimes against humanity. The Philippines withdrew from the ICC's Rome Statute in March 2019, which effectively bars the International Court from having any jurisdiction over the country. However, the ICC investigators said that since the crimes were committed when the country was still a member, the court can exercise its jurisdiction and prosecute Duterte. Environmental groups have criticised the South Korean government for not implementing a ban on the use of disposable products, including plastic. The government had set a one-year grace period in November last year before fully implementing the ban to reduce the use of disposable plastic products and protect the environment from pollution. The Ministry of Environment had announced that it would impose fines of up to 10 million won, that's 7,706 US dollars, against violators. However, the grace period expired last Friday, just after the Ministry backtracked and decided not to implement an enforced ban. In 2016, Korea's plastic waste emissions per capita ranked third in the world, with each person producing 88 kilograms of plastic waste per year. Activists have been calling for a ban on production and sales of plastic products in line with actions in the West, such as the European Union and Canada. Three dissident lawyers from Hong Kong and mainland China in prison for their human rights and democracy activism that drew the ire of the state have won a top European human rights award. The Council of Bars and Law Societies of Europe honoured Hong Kong barrister Chow Hang Tung and Chinese rights attorneys Zhu Ji Yong and Ding Jiaxi with human rights awards last Friday. Chow has been in prison since September 2021. She was one of four vice chairs of the now-defunct Hong Kong Alliance in support of the patriotic democratic movement of China. The alliance was the main organiser of the annual vigil marking the Tiananmen massacre of 1989. The government banned the vigil in 2020 and made a heavy government crackdown on the pro-democracy movement. Lawyers Xu Jingyong and Ding Jiaxi were jailed in April for attending a 2019 gathering of dissidents in the southeastern city of Xiamen. They founded the New Citizens Movement in 2010 to campaign for constitutional reforms and a more transparent system of government. A new survey by Pew Research Center finds Asians who are not affiliated with a religion tend to support legalizing same-sex marriage. Close to half of Asians, or a median of 49% of adults in 12 Asian countries, favor legalizing gay and lesbian marriage, says the survey report released on Monday. However, 43% oppose legalizing same-sex marriage. In the six countries where enough religiously unaffiliated individuals were surveyed, 
Half or more of the religiously unaffiliated supported legal same-sex marriage. Japan has the highest percentage of people who favour legal same-sex marriage, with about 68% supporting it. In Muslim-majority Indonesia and Malaysia, about 92% and 82% respectively oppose gay marriage. In Buddhist-majority Sri Lanka, about 69% oppose it. The survey found Muslims and Christians are often, but not always, among those who oppose same-sex marriage. That's all for this week. Visit ucanews.com to get all the latest information on challenges Christians encounter in Asia and its creative and faithful responses in the medium of your choice. We survive on public support and your help is what keeps our reporters on the ground keeping the voice alive. And if you can please contribute on ucanews.com slash donate and help spread the word. Today's producer was Binu Alex. Goodbye from me for now. 